Hello everyone. The black creator I would like to highlight and support this week is Sharif Jackson. Sharif is the DM for Rivals of Waterdeep, uh, which I have started listening to recently. I highly recommend if you do not already listen. Sharif is also a advocate uh, not only in the tabletop RPG community for diversity, uh, but also advocates for diversity in the STEM field as well. He offers tutoring services for both math and physics. His business is called Math Looks Good LLC, and you can find his services at mathlooksgood.com. Personally, I am an electrical engineer, and Jacob uh, is a chemical engineer and will attest to this as well, but diversity has been historically abysmal in the STEM field. It's very reassuring to see Sharif's advocacy and uh, dedication to ensuring that we do have better diversity within uh, the STEM field. So I will be supporting him this week and uh, trying to retweet some of his content. Uh, so please go give him a follow and support his coffee if you have a little bit of spare change to give. Now please enjoy the episode. Previously on SCP Play. My name is Herman Fuller. I'm what you might call an entertainer. I need your help. Mm, don't like that. I'm certain your sister will be very disappointed to find out that you do not remember her. You got a storm coming. The circus is coming to town, and they're not a big fan of the SCP crap. I've never been to a circus before. Your friends need to get in there. They'll fail without you. You're awake. Ugh. You're holding four admission tickets. Hey there, SCP shoppers. Thank you for subscribing to the special SCP Monster Hunter edition of the official SCP sales catalog. Ben, you have a premonition. See a red big top tent, a bulletin board with various flyers. The tent begins to fall and you see several clowns. You briefly see a singular individual. His face is upside down. You wake up at the edge of Piedmont. A circus has appeared. Welcome to Herman Fuller's Circus of the Disquieting. So when we last left off, you were all um, very abruptly woken up from your sleep. Um, ben had a premonition, um, and you are now all standing uh, with your gear, uh, not with the items that you picked in the catalog, uh, but just your normal adventuring gear that you had been wearing for the, the couple days before for... Um, fighting 106 and uh, Abel. So now you are standing before uh, the amusement park circus that has popped up seemingly overnight. Um, you are all decently familiar with the area. There's uh, just an open field that's usually set up as like a fairgrounds for uh, something that would come to the area very, very rarely. Uh, I don't think that Piedmont, Missouri would get a whole lot of circuses or fairs that come, so it's probably weird that this is definitely the biggest circus that any of you have ever seen or even heard of. Um, I should say, there is a pretty big circus in Puxico, Missouri, only a hop, skip, and a jump away that brings in about 10,000 people a year, so it is very possible that some of the local residents could have uh, visited that in their time. That is fair. I Puxico 
boy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, because you have you have family in Puxico, right? Yeah, Your grandparents. I do. Yeah. Um, I just had to interject my my local knowledge. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if any of you are aware of the Puxico Fair, then uh, you know that this fair is uh, at least double its size. It is huge um, and seems to stretch further than what you maybe had been aware of the space that was here uh, would allow for, but it is uh, big, loud, and bolsterous. It is a giant fair. Um, and as you approach the uh, entrance to the park on the fairgrounds here, um, you cross what feels like a, a just a barrier as you get closer to the park. Um, you step into an environment that feels warm, uh, not unpleasantly so, uh, but it's just a bit weird uh, for the time of year. It's late fall in Missouri, um, but Missouri weather is known to be a bit inconsistent, so it's probably not too bizarre to uh, the residents of Piedmont. Um, you are also hit with a wave of different scents that uh, you would recognize at a, a circus as well. There's uh, popcorn, funnel cake, maybe some turkey or something, um, and various other foods with a uh, slight stench of animals that's underneath all of it that just kind of sours it a little bit. Um, but the magically sensitive among you uh, also pick up that this area is uh, it has well-masked magics, but uh, this place is wild, bizarre, weird, and most certainly disquieting. So as you uh, all walk up to the front of the uh, fair, you have to wait in a line a little bit to get up to the uh, ticket booth. Um, and off to the side of the ticket booth, uh, you all see, uh, Deputy Hopper, um, and he is having a fairly loud conversation, uh, with a lady who is, um, dressed in a, a magician's attire, um, and has, uh, somewhat of a, a clown face painting, um, and they are having a, a fairly loud conversation with each other that you can easily pick up on. Uh, she's handing him some papers, um, and he's yelling very confused, just saying stuff like, well, how how the hell did y'all even even set this up so quick? And I, I mean, these permits look look right. You have all the all the right paperwork. I, it, this is. I, I just didn't get any warning about it. No, I see that I'm I'm the interim sheriff at the moment. I'm not supposed to be completely running the place here, but this is this is just insane. I I, I don't know how you can expect me to let this fly. Are you all just uh, observing this interaction or would you like to say hi to Deputy Hopper, Hopper at all or Real quick, um is it is it like early, early morning? What's is the sky like a normal sky? And uh, it's not super early in the morning, but it's early enough that uh, the rush of the crowd hasn't come yet. So it's probably like eight a.m. or something. The skies or the the sun's been up for a while though, and it's uh, given it a chance to get a bit warm. Gotcha. But it's it's like a sunny day. Yeah. Type of yeah. Thing. So are there like there are other people here? Yeah. Just like not that many. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, th I think that word probably doesn't spread super quick, but there is a, a fair amount of people. Uh, you can already see plenty of people that are in the park. Um, the Ferris wheel's already running and has people on it. Um, there's one of those one like amusement rides that has like the several arms that spin. Um, and there's like carriages of people sitting in them and they're like all screaming and it's yeah, uh, scrambler. It's like insert stock sound from uh, roller coaster tycoon here. <laughs> exactly. It, it's like a full carnival then. It's not just like the yes. tent. Yes. Okay. Uh, it, gotcha. It's you can worth noting. There is a huge uh, big red top tent that uh, both Miles and Ben would recognize from their perspective visions that they had. Right. And uh, just one more thing to be sure. We just, so we were asleep, and then when yes. we opened our eyes, we're in front of this carnival. Yes. Okay. So it's probably a dream. I know where I'm going. Exactly. That was where I'm going with this. So uh, <laughs> I think uh, I've just been kind of walking... Uh, Ned's been kind of walking along with this group, and we get to Deputy Hopper, who's kind of making a, a scene with this magician person. And Ned would say, uh, "Oh, you you know, guys, it's it's not often that I I get a dream with other people in it. Usually just myself, and and sometimes Grandpa. Man, this is such a nice dream and such a nice place out here, and ah." Uh, Feels good to be here. I agree. This is a weird dream, Ned. This is your Grandpa Rick, by the way. I'm still here. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You see, Grandpa Rick is still in the dream. Nobody else hears that. He's here too. Um, yeah, Ned. Uh, sure. How do you know we're not figments of your imagination, or you're not a figment of my imagination? I guess because this is—I mean, this is my dream. Ah, it's one of those dreams, is it? We're getting philosophical. <laughs> Have a lot of those dreams, Ned? Eh. I gotta say, this is a lot more realistic than most of my dreams. Usually I'm falling in a lot of them, and then, like, as soon as I hit the ground, I wake up, or, like, I hit the water and I wake up, or sometimes I hit a tree and I wake up. Usually there's a lot of hitting things and then waking up, but I haven't hit anything yet. I seem to be a lot more in control right now. Ben is rubbing his temples through all of this. Miles is trying to do like the wave with his own arms just to be like, yeah, I'm I think I've got pretty good control of myself right now. <laughs> well, have you tried flying? Uh, yes. Well, no, not this time. Let me try it again. And I squeeze my eyes shut and try really hard to fly. Yeah, I don't think it's. That kind of dream, kiddo. <sighs> Again. Okay, I had one of these the other day, too, where I was kind of in control, but I couldn't fly then either. There was a guy there for that one, too. I think, his, I think he said 909? 909? Yeah, 909. I think... 909. No, 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 990. That's what it was. Um, He said to tell my mom... Uh, oh, shoot. Yeah, he said to tell my mom that 990 visited me, and I... um, I forgot. There was alarms when I woke up, and I, it completely shot my mind. Huh. Well, well. That's a pretty interesting thing you got talking about there. Tell you what, when I wake up, if I remember, I'll let you know to go tell her. Um, yeah. Um, in the interest of 
you know, I mean, this is my dream, so whatever I tell you guys can't really hurt the real use, and if it's not my dream, then you should probably know. That guy said that um, we needed to go to the circus, and we needed to all go together, and if we didn't, we would die or fail? I got the, I think he said fail, but I got the impression that that sort of meant die. Um, so let's make sure to not split up. Yeah, he said, he said you guys would need me, which I think maybe just might be a sort of like disguise because, you know, kids at a circus can get you in. Maybe I can get you into some, uh, situations that you wouldn't otherwise have access to. Like, like, Ooh, corn dogs. And Miles Miles smells corn dogs and just immediately turns around and gets completely distracted from his train of thought. Wait, Miles, do you still have the tickets in your pocket? Didn't he hand them out at the I end? I handed of- them out at the end of the last one. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, so, uh, I yeah, follow Miles got- just to add motion to. Oh, I'm not really like walking away. I'm just sort of like sniffing, trying to figure out which direction the corn dogs are in. Oh, okay. I just keep my eye on them then. Good call. So we're in line, right? Are there other people around? Uh, yeah, you're in line. There's plenty of people in front of you and behind you. Um, if you look from person to person, uh, some of you would recognize some of the different people from town, but it also looks like there's plenty of people who uh, have come from out of town and maybe look a, a bit of uh, bizarre individuals. But um, yeah, there's just a, a line that's started to form here and you're all uh, working your way up towards the front. Uh, I, I turn to the the Miles and I think... Anyas, who already spoke about it, and I say, how do you guys know about this place? I mean, I I don't really know about this place. This is the first time I've seen or heard of it outside the context, context of the tickets that Miles gave us. Um, I mean, like I said, I had that dream about it, and then I woke up, and those tickets were just in my hands with a note from uh, Harriet... Filler, uh, Herman Fuller, I think. Um, As he says that, some of you may notice that like at the entrance, there's like an arch over it that says, welcome to Herman Fuller's Circus of the the Disquieting. (laughs) I think Miles noticed that. Oh, yeah, that guy. Um, It had a note that said that we should, it was time to go to the circus or something. Um, and it was signed by him, and he said I was asleep, so he just left him with me. Honestly, pretty nice of him to not wake me up, because I can imagine, like, if he was trying to do a business deal and me being asleep, that's pretty inconvenient for him, but where are those corn dogs? And, uh, I think Ned is kind of looking at the ticket that they're talking about. Is there anything really distinguishable about it, or is it just like an admit one sort of thing? Uh, it's an admit one, and there's also, like, if you look in the fine print of it, um, there's also a free admission to see uh, the amazing Zoltan. Interesting. Um, so after inspecting the ticket... Hey, uh... Hey, fellas. I was just looking at this ticket... And then I was looking at my hand. And you know, if you're in a dream, and you try to look at the back of your hand, it doesn't work. Have you ever noticed that? Miles looks at the back of his hands. 
you have yeah, hands. Yeah, this happened the other day. I tried to look at my hands and then fly, and I couldn't fly. Sucks to not huh. be able to fly. <laughs> What's your point, Ned? Miles just looks up at Anyas and frowns very, like, very big. <laughs> big boo-boo lip. Just, what I'm saying. And he, like, pinches his arm. Ow. Ah! This is a pretty realistic dream. If if this is a dream. Like, like Miles was saying earlier. I will say you sort of did feel like you were in a trance up until you got up to towards the front of the line and saw uh, Deputy Dewey arguing with the uh, lady who is dressed uh, as a magician. I thought it was Deputy Hopper. Uh, Deputy Hopper. God. <laughs> it's Deputy <laughs> Hopper, not Deputy Dewey. Curse you, the Adventure Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying... If you all are here, I can see my hands, I can feel pinching. This might not be a dream. So what, like, uh, what are you suggesting? Like another dimension or something? I don't know. I think Uh, I've seen a few people around here before, too. I turn to Benji and I ask, Benji, do you sense something magical in the air? Because I feel like something's off. Yeah, something is definitely not normal here. So it could be that it's kind of like a dream, but it's of a magical sort. So it, I feel like whatever the case is, we should just tread with caution. I agree. That being said, is uh, Deputy Hopper still in front of the tent talking to whoever he was talking to? Uh, yeah, so he's like, uh, you're in the line walking up and he's off to the right of the entrance. Um, and you can see like he pulled up his car here uh, and like stopped pretty quickly. The dirt's a bit torn up. Um, but uh, yeah, he's still talking with the uh, lady who looks like a magician of sorts. Um, he looks to have calmed down a bit now uh, and is more coming to terms with the fact that this is just what's happening and he may need to like work a bit of security for the place now. Okay. Uh, And someone, uh, a few, like, individuals behind you just yells at him, all cops are bastards, and then... Oh, no. Just kidding. Topical. Uh, (laughs) In 2017. Deputy Dewey is just so bewildered because he's never seen the news. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and the the modern... Because it's 2017. This is uh, three years ago as well. (laughs) Because it's 2017. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, uh, guys, if, I mean, we know that this place is dangerous and it seems like, uh, damn it. We called him Deputy Dewey again. His name is you Deputy did. Hopper. Uh, I was going to say something, but I was just going to uh, let it go. This is just, you, it's his nickname now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we should just change it to like Sergeant Hopper or something. So we don't <laughs> well, get it's, a promotion. <laughs> it's technically, uh, interim Sheriff Hopper. All right. Um, I mean, it seems like Interim Sheriff Hopper here isn't really able to... He seems like he's tried to shut this place down and wasn't able to. Um, But if you guys think there's magic, then... I mean, is there anything stopping us from going back and telling the Foundation about it? Because isn't this something that maybe they should know about? Well, this is the sort of thing they wanted us to handle, right? Yeah, but... 
I don't know. My mom might be worried if she doesn't know where I am. Oh, I got it. And I pull out my new cell phone. There you go. Well <laughs> <laughs> done. Uh, you all also have cell phones, uh, but Miles, you pull out your cell phone, and the only uh, number that's saved in there is mom, uh, but it's got like a little heart emoji instead of the O, so it's like M heart emoji M. Oh, nice. Miles definitely did that himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it was It was first uh, Dr. Miller, and then he changed it to mom, and then shook his head and said, no, it's going to be the M heart emoji M. <laughs> that is exactly how it happened, actually. <laughs> Um, but so he's going to just shoot up, draft a quick text to his mom and, and say, Hey mom, going to circus with friends. Um, also met with 990 in a dream. All right. Going to get a corn dog now. Bye. And then a heart emoji. I imagine that just riddled with spelling errors and like, oh, we speak. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is incredible spelling miles is a smart boy but mm-hmm. there are no commas or periods it's just kind <laughs> of a train of thought it's a, it's a run-on sentence absolutely um okay so you hit send on uh that text and then like maybe like 10 15 seconds later you get <laughs> you immediately like uh get a ringtone going like or no it'd be the uh what's the default at&t tone <laughs> Mexican hat dance? Yeah, yeah, that. All right. Um, I answer my my phone. I try. I, it takes me a minute to figure out how to actually answer a call because I haven't done it yet. But I find the green call answer button and I answer it. Hello. Uh, Miles, are you there? Hello. Hi, 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 mom. Is that you? Yes. What? Hi. What is this text that you just sent me? What? What circus are you talking? What? You talked to 990? Um, yeah, I forgot because I woke up and there were alarms. Um, but I had a dream the other day and it seemed like maybe I wasn't in charge. But there was a guy there uh, that told me I needed to go to the circus with my friends because they would fail without me. And I think he means, um, you know, uh, Agnes and Ned and Benji because I don't really have any other friends. But, um, except maybe Lucas. Um, and so I assume he meant go with them. And he told me to tell you that 990 says hi, or I don't know. He might have said something, but that's essentially what, what the message I got. Um, and then I woke up and I had these circus tickets in my hand and it seemed like, all right, well, maybe that's the circus I need to go to. Yeah, I probably should have mentioned those to you, too, but I also forgot about those because I hid them in my baseball cards, and then I got busy showing my baseball cards off, and got I got distracted by the baseball cards every time I saw the tickets. Um, it's a whole thing, but long story short, we're at the circus, interim Sheriff Hopper is here, so we're totally safe. Yeah? Oh, it's Herman Fuller's Circus Herman of the Disquieting? Fuller. Oh, God. Okay. Do you know him? Um, not personally, sweetie. I, I hold um, the phone down and I say, my mom knows this guy. We're going to get in good. We're going to get MVP tickets. Don't worry. Okay. Have 
Have you entered? Nope, the we're park? waiting outside in line. Okay. Sweetheart? Do you want us you? to save you a ticket? No. I need you to not to not go into the circus, please. Hmm. Okay, um, see that's what I suggested, but then everyone else here, one second. Holds the phone down to his chest. So my mom says that we shouldn't go in to the circus because she's it sounds like this Herman Fuller guy. Uh, maybe they're not friends, so we might not get MVP tickets, but he might be a bad guy. Um, hang on. Okay, Mom, I'm back. Miles, I need you to listen very carefully, please. Got you it. You need to immediately get out of the line. Miles steps on the line. You need to you need to leave the park, sweetie. It is not. No, I'm not, not in the park. There. I'm outside of it. Okay, good. Um. I can't come get you. They don't allow SCP people in there, and I'm surprised they even let you past their barrier. Um, you... Oh, God. Um, let me get bright real quick and see... The connection is lost. M Mom? Hello? Huh. Kind of like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with it. Flips it shut and puts it in his pocket. So it sounds like this guy's bad news and we need to not go in, but also they can't come here. So it does seem like something we need to deal with. But maybe we should wait a second. Miles, and you were kind getting of another call. Smiles. Bring, bring. Hello, mom. Uh, hey Miles, what's up? Uh, it's Doctor Bright. Uh, oh, hey, how did you get this? So number? I got this weird note. Um, so all of the items that you guys ordered last night got delivered to the circus. Um, and your mom just oh. told me that you're there. So like, if you guys are chill with like trying to go and find the items, uh, we kind of need those back. Because those are some valuable stuff that we can't really afford to lose. Um, and we don't have any way of getting our people into there. So, uh, yeah, like, just be careful. But, uh, yeah, it probably Wait, shouldn't... What the hell are you telling him? Bright, no, tell him to come back no, right no, you're, now. You're, yeah, you're good, you're good, Miles. Uh, yeah, you got this. I believe in you, kid. Go get, go get him. Uh, okay, um, is that my mom back there? Man, these things have horrible reception. I put it in my pocket. <laughs> um, so, okay, more information. That was Dr. Bright, and he said our stuff got delivered to the circus for some reason. I assume this has something to do with the fact that they didn't take any of our addresses, so they must have got it mixed up in transit. Um, but he said if we could go in and pick them up, that would be... I think he said chill or tight. Uh, so, so, it seems like he wants us to go in and pick it up. And I heard no objection to the contrary on the other end of the phone. This sounds like it's shaping up to be a mystery. Next. Next. I, Through all that, this time, you have guys? reached the front of the line. 
Miles looks at his ticket, looks up at the ticket taker, and just looks back and forth for a minute, not sure what he should do, but kind of looking at his friends, too, to be like, are they going to hand him over? Are we going inside? I don't know if we made a decision yet. Hey, it, it's got, come get up here. Let's, we got a long line forming now. Like Benji said, I think this is a job for us. And he walks, Ned walks forward and hands in his ticket. Likewise. <laughs> the the ticket keeper kind of looks at it a, a bit weird. He's like, oh, I haven't seen one of these in a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, just head in, uh, second ten on the left, uh, and you, you got free admission to see, uh, the, the, the Sakic, uh, Zoltan, Zoltan. All right, let's keep it moving, people. Yep, I follow suit. Everybody in there? I think after the other three go in, Miles just hears 990's voice in his head saying that his friends are going to fail if he doesn't join them, and nervously gives the ticket taker his ticket and jogs after Agnes. All right, yeah, so uh, you, I assume, head over to the uh, tent of the Zoltan, as you've been told? Nope, absolutely not. Okay. The very first thing that I'm going to do... Um, they sell those root beers in like the little jugs, the little plastic jugs with the with the foam with the fill of fat. What is that called? Foil caps. I, I oh, need yeah. one of those. Okay. Absolutely, Miles needs one of those too. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you don't have to go directly there, and you don't have to go there at all. Um. So, like, as you walk into the immediate uh part of the park, there's like a a billboard up there that's got like. Um, some different flyers for different shows that will be going on throughout the day uh, at the at the big top tent um, and in various smaller tents as well as um, a like a uh, series of like m- maps that show the the fairgrounds as well um, and there's some like handheld ones that you can like pull from uh, like a little thing that's like uh, take a map maybe leave a donation kind of thing if you if you or you can just take a map. Either one. Ben takes a map and does not leave a donation. <laughs> I am judging you harshly for that. Uh, that is a oh, fail yeah. uh, that I will come back to haunt you with. <laughs> Stick <laughs> it to the man, Benji. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Benji's so cool. What has Herman Fuller ever done for you? Exactly. Nothing. Uh, okay, so... Uh, yeah, there's like a shopping area that's like towards the front, um, you know, because they have to like have the the gift shop area towards uh, wherever you have to exit because you got to get something whenever you're you're on your way out. It's what they do at Silver Dollar City too. It's it's just <laughs> how it goes. Um, so yeah, you can go nearby and pick up some uh, fancy root beer. Um, I, I assume you have like a little bit of cash or maybe a. a a debit card or something on you. Yeah, um, sure. Quick question, Kenneth. Uh-huh. Um, can you remind me of everything Ben saw in the vision? Was it just the the tent and the the things inside the tent, the the beings inside the tent? Uh, you saw the tent. Um, you bounced from various beings, and you also saw the billboard with the flyers on it. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, you go on a mini shopping spree, uh, and then where would you like to go next? The uh, entire fairgrounds are your world. You have free admission to uh, see the amazing Zoltan. 
Uh, first things first, Miles downed his entire root beer and needs to find the little boy's room. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, you, you, you do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Is the... Or go ahead. I think uh, while he's washing his hands, uh, I assume there are other folks in there. Um, yes. And he's going to want to ask whoever is next to him, hey, um, how did you find out about this place? Sorry, uh, I'm Miles. Uh, who are you? God, why are you making Sorry, that? sorry, Kenneth. I didn't even think Hold about up. it. <laughs> so um, I'm going to roll a secret thing. This is part okay. of the fun of being a DM. You get to come <laughs> up with new NPCs on the fly all the time. Huh. Relatable. Um, so I just decided, like, I would roll a d20 to figure out, like, if it's someone who's going to be good, bad, or just, like, a regular person. Hell yeah, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons now. Natural uh-huh. 20! It was the opposite. You got no. a nat Okay, well, rip Miles, then. Uh-huh. He had a good run. Um, so the person that you turn to, um, you're just kind of, you, like, idly went to the bathroom, went up to the sink, and then just kind of turned to... Uh, someone who was at the sink next to you um, and just asked idly without thinking too much about it. Um, and the person who is at the sink uh, is uh, what looks like a clown. Um, and they, uh, as soon as you start talking to them, turn sharply at you. Uh, and as you look at them more closely... Uh, you can see that this clown is very disfigured. Um, the outfit that they are wearing uh, is bulging in odd places uh, where their figure should not be. Uh, their form does not seem to be very human. It's weird and misshapen. And they reply to you without opening their mouth. Well, I work here, kiddo. Are you lost? Uh, um, Miles' mother has told, taught him many times not to stare at people who are different from you, and so he, like, in his head is like, is just a normal guy, he's just like me on the inside, but also cannot stop staring at him and can't really formulate words. Uh, and oh, I'm not like you on the inside. Uh, um, you did not say that out loud. I, uh, I'm no, I'm I'm not lost. Uh, my my friends are outside. I got and Miles starts backing away and then sprints out of the bathroom. Have fun at the circus. Hello everyone, this is your Keeper Kenneth, and welcome to the mid-roll. I apparently haven't done one of these since episode 6, I've just been throwing everything at the beginning, but now it's now we're just going back to doing them on the mid-roll, I guess. I, 
I got a bit lazy for a little bit there and just made it easier to have it at the beginning. But now we have a nice break in the middle. So welcome to the middle roll. Announcements for this week, in case you did not hear the past few things that we put out, I'm going to be trying to do a better job of promoting uh, diverse creators within our community as best as I can, whether that be uh, black, indigenous, or people of color, uh, or LGBT within the community as well. Uh, I'm going to try to plug uh, a creator at the beginning of every one of our episodes from now on, so uh, be on the list and out for that. Uh, Sharif Jackson was the one for this week, so make sure you go uh, help him out and give him a follow on Twitter and whatever other platform uh, as you're able to. Other announcements, I did a uh, one-shot for Hannah's podcast, Guildfellows, uh, that came out this past week. It is Percy Jackson-themed. I had a blast doing it. If you know much about Percy Jackson, uh, the book series, not the movies. The movies were trash, uh, but fortunately we're maybe getting a TV series coming soon in case you hadn't heard about that. If you're a fan of Percy Jackson, then I hope you enjoy it. Uh, there is some involvement with some statues. If you remember what happened in the last book with some certain statues in New York, I used that sort of for the basis of this one shot, and it turned out great. So give that a listen if you have the chance. As always, thank you to Michael Winton for the wonderful music. Uh, he just recently turned 21, so happy birthday to him. I got to briefly see him uh, this past weekend uh, to help celebrate, uh, and he is doing well, and uh, he just got some upgraded software for music editing uh, for his birthday, so hopefully uh, he'll be able to continue making some good tunes for us. No new reviews this week. If you have the time to uh, hop onto Apple Podcasts or another service and leave us a review, uh, it helps us out a lot and we appreciate it a lot. Without further ado, I'll let you get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying the circus. So I think that while Miles was in the bathroom, we're all just like outside of the bathrooms a few feet away. Ned's munching on a corn dog, sipping his sipping his root beer. Yeah, so anyway, I'm saying we gotta we gotta find those those things that came for us probably sooner rather than later, huh? Oh, sorry, Ned. And Miles slams into Ned. Oh god, Ned! Wait, I'm Ned. Miles! <laughs> Maybe spill the uh. root beer. Oh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm so sorry. Um, hey guys, um, there's something seriously messed up here. Um, I just, I ran into a clown in the bathroom and I think he read my thoughts and he was, well, I mean, he didn't look like us on the outside and he told me he wasn't like us on the inside. So, um, here, let's, let's move quick. I don't, I don't want to run into him again. Ben reacts when you say clowns. In a uh, negative way. Reacts. But okay. Reacts. Miles runs kind of behind a tent and expects everyone else to follow him. Yeah, Ben, ben follows him. Yep, at a light jog. Do you know something about this, Ben? Uh, not not really. What what did the clown look like? Um, he was just really creepy, and he had sort of he didn't entirely look human. He had weird bulges coming out of places where you wouldn't expect there to be bulges, and he was just misshapen beyond, like, 
anything I've ever seen. I mean, I try to keep an open mind, but this was some serious weird stuff. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, We should probably avoid talking to others as much as we can as we're here. I just, I the only reason I started talking to him is, I mean, we all had dreams and got tickets, but how did all these other people get here? Did, were they all brought here intentionally too? I don't know, Miles. I mean, there haven't been billboards for it, I don't think. Some, something's, something is not right, and we just we just got to stick together, okay? Okay, no more bath tri- bathroom trips. I'll hold it. Where, where do you get... I don't know if I want to go to that Zoltan tent. I'm, I kind of want to stay away from anywhere they tell us to go, you know? Yeah, I get it. Um, Kenneth, I, I, I feel like while uh, Miles was in the bathroom, Ben was studying the map. Was there anything weird about the map? Or was there anything of note on, on it? Um, hmm... Roll to, I guess, investigate a mystery on it. Hell yeah. All right. Um, That's plus sharp, which I have zero. Fail, 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 um, fail. That is an eight, even. No experience. Okay, <laughs> uh, so you get to ask one question. Okay. Uh, what is being concealed here? Um. So... As you try to follow along the different paths of uh, the map, uh, your eyes kind of start to uh, drift in certain in different directions and you can't really get an actual good read on where everything is supposed to lead. Um, but you do notice your eyes being drawn uh, actively towards the uh, tent, the giant red top tent that's in the center. Um, but the different uh, shops and smaller shows on the outside, um, your your eyes are not really brought to them as much. Uh, so you, you get the impression that whatever is causing you to look towards the center is more interested in uh, taking advantage of you as you get closer to the middle of the circus. Got it. So you feel like you probably, if your uh, goal is to stay away from uh, different people that could potentially like read your mind or the clowns in general, uh, you may want to stay towards the outside. Right. Well, I'm going to guess that our items are probably inside that tent. <laughs> but, uh, you not know. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. All right. Hey, Benji, is there like a loading dock on that map there? Uh, Keeper Kenneth, is there a loading dock on that map? Um, I, I don't think that they would advertise on the map where a loading dock would be, but there probably is, I guess. <laughs> but is is there like, I don't know, like you always get like the outline, right? So like if you see mm-hmm. if there's like a little driveway or something towards the back, I feel like that might be on there. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Probably. It's up to you. I will remind you, Ben, that you did specifically see uh, the bulletin board, which you have not uh, checked out yet uh, in your premonition. Ah, okay. Uh, what am I going to address first? Um, yeah, so Ben opens up the map and he, he looks at it and he says, uh, yeah, I think there might be like a driveway back here. Well, at, at the very least, maybe they would have 
known where the packages came through and tell us where they went. Well, let's just go in, go in that direction. There's some weird stuff going on, and I'd feel better if we got the foundation's things. Uh, but before we do that, I wanna I wanna check something out real quick. And uh, Ben, not straying too far away from the group, tries to find the uh, the the bulletin board that you keep mentioning. I yeah. Think we'd so probably... uh, you didn't go too far away from the entrance. Uh, you went to the shops that were immediately right of the entrance. So you uh, head back a little bit. Um, and you get to the bulletin board that uh, has different flyers for all the different shows going on. Um, not all of them are taking place in the uh, uh, big tent in the middle. Um, some of them are advertised as uh, in some of the smaller tents that you uh, check out on the map and they're towards the outskirts more. Um, notably, uh, the very big clown show uh, is set to be in the very middle of the uh, map that you have uh, in the big red top tent, uh, along with a couple other uh, very big notable shows, um, some of which you may assume would be a bit more dangerous to you, but uh, there are some other shows that are uh, along the outside that you could uh, check out as well. Um, and I can give you a full list of those if you so wish. Um, uh, is it important that I have them? Uh, no, it's just like you can choose to try to go check out different areas um, if you want. Uh, so it there's also like uh, within the park, there's like uh, habitats for some of the different uh, people of the circus and creatures of the circus. Um, you, you do note that a lot of these are uh, just blatantly advertised that uh, they're very abnormal things that you wouldn't find in a normal circus. For example, one of them is uh, Nixie the Nereid, uh, which, like, you see the picture that's advertised on this flyer. It's literally a uh, mermaid or a, a Nereid. So let me go ahead and post the different ones that you can see in here. Interesting. Um. I'm I'm just going to turn to the group and say how about we do a quick just perimeter sweep see what information we can gather Sounds good to me I I like that I don't I'm worried about that big tent in the middle Yeah we can avoid that for now but I think it it might be good just to scope out the area I love it Lead the way boss man Miles Don't does a quick like call me that. puts his hand on his brow on his brow and like does a like I spy kind of stance, like slowly pivoting around, like I don't see anything here. Let's move on to the next spot. Uh yeah, I think we're just gonna move around the perimeter. Okay. Um uh I'm just trying to give you the the full list of uh what would be on the billboard. I don't some of these ones, um so I'm just on the Herman Fuller hub at the moment. Some of these, like, uh, one of them in here that's advertised is, like, the amazing exploding man. And I can't do him because in canon, he exploded. So he doesn't exist anymore. Right. Um, Got it. At some point, I would love to go see the amazing Sluggo. Just amazing. <laughs> is he man or slug? God, the world will never know. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, I think that's all of them. So um, there's a few like uh, smaller flyers that are for like uh, smaller shows that don't look as interesting. The ones that you pick out as being uh, something that's more highly advertised and uh, these aren't in the uh, big tent in the middle. So there's Nixie the Nereid, there's the Indestructible Man, there's Icky the Magic Clown, and you actually recognize uh, Icky is the person that uh, Interim Sheriff Hopper was talking to uh, at the entrance. Um, there's also the Flame-Faced Man, the Fish Man of Manasquan, uh, the Amazing Zoltan, the Living Head, uh, the Amazing Sluggo, um, uh, the Heart of the Dread Behemoth, and okay, yeah, so that's your list. And yeah, the Heart of the Dread Behemoth is the last one. Okay, so what's the plan here, folks? <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, let's just go find that, that driveway. I, I mean, all, all of the billboards are pointing us towards tents further towards the middle, correct? Uh, no, some of these are along more the outside. Some of them do like tend to be more towards the middle of the, uh, circus here, but, uh, no, most of them are like uh, more along the outside. You could... Uh, as you're skirting along the outside to get to uh, where you would think is like a loading area, um, yeah, it's, you would pass by some of these. Like one of them that's immediately there is the one for the Amazing Zoltan that you have a free ticket to. But What's your thought process here, Matt, Ned? Well, so based on what you've got there on the map and what we've seen up on the billboards, there's... A whole lot of places to go and uh, look for how to, to figure out what we're going to do. I still say the first thing we got to do is find our stuff. I don't know where that's going to be. And it doesn't seem like talking to any of these people is really going to be good for us in general. I say the we could just pick one that's along the border see what we can see at first if we're not able to get to our stuff. I, I'm not sure what else we could do in here to unravel this. Are there people going in and out of the tents? Oh, yeah. And I'll, most of them seem pretty cheery. Okay. I want to keep an eye on like one person that goes in. Maybe they have a distinctive hat or something. I want to keep an eye on them as they go in and say, Let's see how long that guy's in there. Maybe we can get an idea of what's going on inside, and hopefully he comes out. Uh, okay, so like the... Let's say he's going different... into the um, uh, Icky the, the Magic The Amazing Clown. Zoltan would be the, the one that's nearby. That's the one close. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. do that one. Okay, so uh, there's like a couple like uh, high school dudes that uh walk into the tent and they're like laughing joking about like oh yeah he's gonna read my mind and everything uh and then they go in and they're in there for about like five minutes or so um and then they both walk out and they're just like dude that was so crazy like he knew everything about me all my life like he knew me on another level dude 
dude, that was crazy. I live okay. for this. Please keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. That was like insane. Like, <laughs> dude, I, my eyes are open. My eyes are open. So it seems like, I mean, works as advertised, it looks like. Um, Freaking Ricky. I know that guy. Every <laughs> every guy that just sounds like a bro is gonna be Ricky in the in this podcast. <laughs> yes, and one of them was Ricky, uh, one of like your high school bullies that was uh, giving you swirlies. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, Ben's love interest in college was also named Ricky. So yeah, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> it's a common name, all right. Yeah. Especially in the Midwest. It's yeah. Richard, but no one wants to be Dick or Richard. You got to go with Ricky, of course. Especially not in high school. <laughs> of course. Um, I mean, they came out fine. Maybe we should go in and check it out. I mean, I. it seems dangerous, but we're not going to learn anything without poking and prodding a bit, right? There we go. We found our place to go. We got free admission to here anyway. Okay, all yeah. Right. Uh, so you all step into the tent. Uh, as you walk in, there is uh, a figure shrouded behind a uh, thin veil uh, you can't really see through. The entire tent is uh, very smoky. You can hear the light hum of a fog machine. Uh, and there's a small table with a crystal ball centered on it. And you hear a voice from behind the veil say, Enter if you wish to know your fate. Miles had like one foot in the door and then steps back and thinks. For, and wait, put, wait, 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 wait. It, it, it's fine. Come, come in, come in. Oh, oh, okay. And steps in further. <laughs> <clears throat> what are your names? Uh, I'm Miles Miller. My mom's Dr. Elaine Miller. You might have heard of her. Holy shit. What? How How did you get past the barrier? I mean, um, did I say Elaine Miller? I meant... Um, Holy shit. How did SCP Elaine Killer? My mom my mom's a, a serial killer and I was adopted at birth. Uh I have no relation to whoever Wait, you're talking you... about. We got tickets. Why, why do you all smell like Herman Fuller? Oh no. God, how did you get in here? Oh, um, he's, he still had those he still had those tickets, didn't he? Oh, this is fine. Okay. I owe him anyway. What what are you all here for? What are you what are you searching? What what can I help you with? Well, it sounds like you know this Herman Fuller guy. Is he not here? No, no. Uh so he left the circus a long time ago to like seek immortality or something. Uh but yeah, it's run by Manny now. Um yeah, he's he's the head of the place. But um yeah, what what can what can I help you with? What what are you here for? Well, uh I think we actually got a couple questions for you. We were hoping you could clear some stuff up for us. Uh sure. Roll to investigate a mystery or <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Roll to investigate a mystery. I mean, I always there's, carry there's, these There's two, two like, six-sided dice sitting on the table. <laughs> that is a six and a two plus two is ten. Of course you did. Awesome. Okay, uh, you get to ask two questions. Uh, I will ask. Uh, so, we kind of, we had these tickets and we showed up here. Why are we here? What are we doing here? I mean, I assume that Fuller wants something from you all. I mean, he has no way of getting in here. We have a magic barrier that's designed to keep him and typically folks like you out. So I don't know how you got past, but here you are. All right. And do you guys have like a shipping and receiving around here? We had some stuff shipped actually to this uh, to this address right here at the at the carnival. Not sure how that happened. Look, I don't I don't make the orders. Huh. That is weird. Um hold on, let me check the manifest. Uh <laughs> so uh Oh, uh this is awkward by the way. Yeah, I'll move the veil out of the way. Uh okay, so you see uh the guy that is um seated before you uh he's uh he motions for you to sit down in the uh like seats that are in front of the little table um he's a man of indian descent um and you see centered on his forehead is uh a gem it's a uh, bright yellow glowing gem uh, yeah, so uh, let me check the manifest. Uh, he then closes his eyes and the uh, gem glows a little bit uh, and he just sits there for a moment. Miles looks nervously from the gem to Agnes, trying to judge how she feeling about this shiny object. Ho oh, ho ho. think you know how I'm feeling. Do I have to resist my urge to just take it right now? Yeah, go ahead. Resist. Oh god. Uh, remind me what role that is. Uh, I think it's act under pressure. Yeah, I think it's act under pressure. Cool. Yes. That's a 10. Minus one. I thought it was act under pressure, which... Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong Yeah, one. you have minus one to cool. Never mind, then that was an eight. Miles is going to try to pull her attention away from the gym uh, by, like, kind of tugging on her sleeve and... Uh, pointing at, are there any, like, signs on the wall or anything about Zoltan or, oh, or he's just going to pull on uh, pull on her sleeve and say, so that's uh, pretty promising, huh? That uh, sounds like we're going to be able to uh, maybe find our items. That's great, huh, Agnes? And can I try to help out? Uh, no, you're fine. It's a mixed success. So, uh... Zoltan opens his eyes um, and looks uh, to Agnes real quick and sees that uh, she's gazing at the gem. And he's, he just says, uh, you, you want it? Uh, you could try to pull it out. <laughs> I've been trying yeah. to take this thing out for years. Oh, I'm definitely trying to pull it out. So I reach for the gem and try to... Take it. it. It is not budging. You just pull his head more and more. Ow, 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 ow. Okay. Yeah, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, 
you can thank Fuller for that, actually. But anyway, I checked the manifest. There was a weird shipment that came in. Uh, I'm only able to see where they went, not where it came from. Uh, so if you head on back to the billboard that's outside, I'll highlight the different, uh, people you'll have to go to to find your items. These are weird items. Interesting. Anyway, uh, anything else I can do for you? Um, uh, so... You said you can tell our fates, right? How's my mom doing? Is she worried about me? I do not feel comfortable looking into Dr. Miller's fate. She's a dangerous individual, and I feel like that could cause some issues. Uh, I bet I bet you don't want to look because it's so bright it's going to hurt your eyes because her future's oh, so yep, bright. That's it. That's it. For ah, sure. that's okay. I get it. Okay, she must be doing just fine. Thanks, sir. And Miles uh-huh. turns and walks out of the tent, and then stops and realizes, "We're we're going right." I think I'll experience my fate for myself. Yeah, same. So, um, as the others and walk you out, have happy. Would you like your fate? Yeah, as the others walk out, I want to kind of linger, um, and quickly ask the Zoltan, can you tell me whether or not I have siblings? Um, that might be difficult to see. A lot of what I am able to gather is by looking through your own knowledge. It's a bit of a parlor trick. I'm able to look into your own mind. But I will see what I can do. He, uh, Holds out his hands uh, for you to grab onto so that he can uh, have a connection with you and uh, try his best to do this. Okay, I uh, grab both of his hands. He closes his eyes and again the gem begins to glow. And he takes a while just... uh, You can see the expression on his face is... uh, when he was searching the manifest earlier, it was a fairly easy task. Uh, he's straining, uh, trying to look into your mind. This is interesting. You have something blocking your mind. I am able to see your mother, your your flock, your family. I'm not able to see siblings. I see fuller. Ah, uh, he jerks back his hands. Ah, you you talked with fuller. Well. It's a good thing that you did not accept his terms. It seems like he's the only one who maybe has a chance of 
revealing this information to you at the moment, but there's something even more powerful than him that seems to be blocking your memories. I think he would be able to assist with whatever sister he's talking about, but I, I'm not able to do anything for you. This is far beyond me. I understand. Thanks for your help. And then I go and join everyone else. Be careful, and trusting Fuller can benefit you, but it is a slippery slope. I will warn you. Alright, and you all head out to uh, the billboard. Um, each of you sees uh, a different uh, advertisement of a show or a uh, performer uh, here. Uh, each one that is highlighted um, in a glow that uh, is similar to the glow that you saw on Zoltan's forehead. Um, so, Miles, you see the uh, flyer for the clowns is highlighted. Uh, Ned, you see the flyer for the indestructible man is highlighted. Um, and Ben, you see... The one is, that is highlighted is one of the smaller shows that you did not uh, see before. It is for uh, the Occult Escapeologist. That sounds you, fun. <laughs> yeah, you can see uh, the, the flyer that is shown there since there's no uh, like picture for it like there is for the other ones. Um there is a, a box that looks very small, and you can see uh, an eye uh, poking out of it. Uh, there's a person that's inside of the box that is probably the box is way too small to properly fit them, but uh, they have managed to fit into it. So that's the little picture that's advertised on the front of uh, that flyer. And Anyas, the flyer that you would see is not there. You can see a small scrap of paper that was at the top of uh, the flyer that was pinned into the board that has been ripped down. Uh, it is not there anymore. Uh, and instead, there has been in that spot posted uh, the advertisement for Nixie the Nereid. All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation Wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our anchor page.
Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show. And thank you for listening.